Welcome to another episode of the Get Your Edge podcast. I'm your host, Brian Bott from Sports Advantage in Madison here, and we're very excited for episode 57. Dean, my co-host, Coach Banshee, is, is over in Kimberly, Wisconsin. Coach, how are we doing over there? Hey, Brian, we're doing awesome. It's, uh, it's a great situation. We get another Badger football player on and get ready for the, the, the big draft that's coming up this week. Well, it's exciting, right? I just actually just finished uh, with Logan Bruss, who's a, who's a Kimberly graduate. Uh, he just fig, uh, finished. Uh, he's got one more workout here with us at Sports Advantage, and then he'll be, he'll be heading home, man. So I, I told him, I said, make sure you get in that, that, that mausoleum you guys got for a weight room so he can get some work in. Um, but he's ready to go. He, he's ready to go. He's, uh, you know, you and Coach Mangan, you know, sent him a, sent him a message when, when Rob Havenstein was training with us and, you know, got him over and, and Rob took good care of him for a couple of weeks. And now he's, now he's coming back home for a couple of days. Yeah. And thanks again, Brian. You know, we really appreciate that. And Logan's had nothing but awesome, awesome things to say about you and also Rob and, and, and the training process and getting him ready for, for the big special weekend here. So appreciate everything you do. Well, you know, the draft is always a fun weekend. It's a fun week leading up to the draft. You know, you got everybody in ESPN. That's all they talk about. You know, so you don't have to listen to some of the other stuff that's going on in the world. Um, and you get to get, you know, really unique stories. And, and we're really excited, Dean. I'm really excited uh, to bring on, you know, it's episode 57. So we're going to bring on number 57 uh, from the Wisconsin Badgers, Jack Sanborn. Um, I was really lucky last year. Uh, coach Bostead, obviously, who I have a really good relationship with, was a linebackers coach. And now he's back home coaching the O-line. But he was coaching Jack, and and Jack was around for a week in the offs, or in, I believe it was uh, over spring break, and uh, it was kind of during the COVID stuff where people weren't going, and and so I got to meet Jack, and he came in and worked out with us, and he's been in and out periodically, and just ultimate amount of respect for this kid. He works his tail off, and so we're gonna bring Jack Sanborn on, linebacker, two-time All Big Ten from the Wisconsin Badgers. Jack, how we doing over there, brother? Good. Thanks for having me. Quite the introduction. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So, Jack, for our listeners, why don't you tell, uh, tell them a little bit about your background before you got to Wisconsin, and then we'll, uh, we'll kind of kick this bad boy off. But we're, we're going to take a, a short, short podcast today because Jack's got, I'm sure, a lot of stuff getting ready for the draft. So, uh, so Jack, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I grew up northwest of Chicago, so always have been a Midwest kid kind of through and through. And um then went to Madison in 2018, was fortunate enough to go there and uh, be a part of that program. And, you know, I'm grateful for it and flew by fast, but had the time of my life over there. Hey, Jack, you know, you were raised in Illinois, like you just mentioned, and your father passed away when you were only four years old. And I was reading an article and it talked about your, you know, your mother and how selfless she is and how she raised not only yourself, but you got two brothers as well. So just explain how special that is to, to have a selfless mother and what, you know, she has done. Cause we have so many parent listeners out there and, and they do so much to support their, their son or daughter and any type of athletics that they do in co-curricular activities. So just explain, you know, how important she's been on, on you having all this success. Yeah, obviously huge and very important cause she's been there through, through it all and she's been uh the one person that has always been there and like you said I mean uh my father passed away when I was four my older brother was seven my younger brother was two so for her it was 
it was an ultimate change in life. She never thought, saw that coming. Nobody did. And, you know, but right then and there, all our lives changed. And for her, I think one of the biggest things I took away is uh, understand what your priorities are and understand what's most important. And for her, I mean, she still traveled to the city for work uh, three or four times a week. So, and obviously we weren't old enough to really live, live alone, me and my two brothers. So for her, it was always, always making sure that we were the priority and, you know, um, always making sure that we had everything we had, how, uh, whether we need to get to practice or get to school, you know, she was always the, uh, setting things up. And so it was obviously tough on her. I don't think I really understood it when I was so young, but having someone like that is huge, especially going through sports, especially just going through life in general and, you know, having that support system and having somebody that there who truly cares and who's in your corner um, is instrumental. You know, I think, you know, it's amazing sometimes when you start to talk about, you know, single parent, you know, when, when it's unfortunate like that, it's amazing what motivates a parent to really do things like she did, obviously, Jack, you know, as a parent, when, when you're dealing with one, you, you find ways to give your kids everything. And that's just, I mean, it sounds like what your mom was like, right? Just everything about your kids and providing for you and, and giving you guys opportunities. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure there were sacrifices that had to be made along the way. And, but, you know, her priorities were, were us and her three boys and, you know, um, still is to this day and uh, always will be grateful for that. Well, I'm sure she's going to be real proud when she hears her, her son's name called here on, on Thursday, yeah, Friday, or, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday here. Um, so Jack, over the last couple of years, um, you've been really instrumental in the Wisconsin defense, which is, you know, one of the top defenses in the country over the last couple of years. I mean, it, the, the consistency that you guys have provided um, to that football team is, is incredible. And so you've had the opportunity um, to play for probably one of the best defensive coordinators in college football, maybe in all of football. And when you start to look at the Wisconsin program in the Wisconsin defense, you have a guy or two here that tests off the charts here and there, you know, but really what you guys are is just really, 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 really good football players, right? Sound fundamentals and things like that. So what's it been like to play for a guy like Jimmy, you know, who had an incredible professional career uh, at 5'8", five, 5'9", five, um, who obviously had to learn the game. So what was it like playing for a guy that that teaches the game so well, like coach Leonard does. I mean, it's awesome. And I mean, you said one of the best, I, I think he's the best coordinator in college football, right. but I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. Just, uh, and you know, just cause I've been with him now for four years too. So I had him throughout my entire career. So as I kind of progressed, as he helped me progress, then, you know, just continuing to learn from him and continue to learn new things that you kind of don't even think about or don't even realize as you, as you go through the game and really see at any times, but I mean, he's been awesome. And, you know, I think it's just, it's not only him, it's all the other coaches too. And he's a big part, but I think it's just, you know, he sets the standard for the defense. He's at the top of it. And then it kind of trickles down from there. And that's what it is. I mean, you said that we just got a lot of really good football players and, you know, I think it's a lot of credit to him, a lot of credit to all the coaches. And, you know, I think then it's about the tradition that, is there at Wisconsin, you know, the standard that's been set and um, the standard that everyone's chasing, and, you know, not only to, 
get there, but also improve it. I mean, that's what it's all about is, you know, you, you're at one area and you got to continue to grow, continue to get better. And, you know, that's where we're at. That's where coach Leonard is at too. You know, he, he still finds things that we need to improve on every single week, every single uh, season. And, you know, I'm excited to see what he's going to do this year. <laughs> A couple things, Jack, you know, you had some scholarship offers, you know, other, other big 10 schools as well. You chose Wisconsin and uh, now you have a younger brother that redshirted. Is that correct? On the yep. Wisconsin football team. And so why Wisconsin, first of all, because you're, you're an Illinois guy. And then two, why did brother choose Wisconsin? And then what kind of advice did you kind of give them through this whole, you know, experience of, you know, the college recruiting madness that's out there right now? Because you went through it. So you must have been able to really help him sort out and try to help him make his decision what would have been best fit for him. Yeah, I mean, starting off answering the first one is why I chose Wisconsin. You know, I, I, I knew I was going to stay in the Big Ten. I was fortunate enough to get recruited by quite a few Big Ten schools. and um, But ultimately, I just settled with Wisconsin and really chose Wisconsin because that's where I, in my gut, that's what I felt. You know, normally with big decisions like that or big decisions I've had in the past, it's, you know, what what do I really feel at the end of the day in my heart and in my gut? And what do I think is right? You know, it hasn't led me wrong yet. And that's kind of where I went. And, you know, it's close to home. Um, like you said, I was in Illinois, but really didn't get recruited by University of Illinois and knew I didn't want to go to Northwestern. And, uh, but, you know, all the other schools were still on the table, but Wisconsin, I felt like just had everything I was looking for. And, uh, you know, and I'm happy with the decision I made. And, you know, it's also very stable. And, uh, you know, the coaches, they're not leaving, you know, they're, they love Wisconsin. They've been here their entire lives. Uh, and so you throw all that in and, you know, I'm very happy with, with the decision that I made. And then going to my brother, um, for his recruiting, I really tried to stay out of it. Cause you know, I knew that like, I didn't want to sway him to be forced to choose Wisconsin just cause his, just cause his older brother was there. And so really I, I gave him some advice, things like that, but really, I mean, I let it, I left it to him and my mom. And uh, cause you know, it's, it was his decision to make. I didn't want to be someone that tried to make that decision for him. So I really let him make his own decision for himself and, you know, gave him some advice here and there if he needed it, but ultimately led it to them. And uh, I just think that he, he loved Wisconsin for the same reasons that I did felt at home at Wisconsin. And he also saw, I think just how much I liked it and how much I loved being there. And, uh, you know, I, I think that did play a, a role in his decision. And I mean, but just advice for, I think just recruiting in general for any, for like people out there, people that are maybe listening is just, I think at the end of the day, and even what I told him is just focus on yourself because and focus and believe in yourself and focus on what you're doing. Because I mean, there's so much stuff out there now with like people getting offers with social media. I mean, kids nowadays see all that stuff all the time. And I mean, I know, I know it as good as anyone is, you know, that stuff doesn't mean anything. I mean, stars and, oh, you, how many offers you got, um, it truly doesn't. And, you know, you once, you just got to get in the door. And once you get in the door, I mean, anything can happen. I've seen players here at Wisconsin that, you know, they come in as walk-ons and then they get put on scholarship and nobody even on the team knows that they were a walk-on at first, just because, I mean, you're just like everybody else. You're all competing, all trying to get better. And, um, you know, that's what it's about. Jack, you talked about your gut feeling, you know, that what, is it a situation where you just, when the recruiting process that hey, you meet these coaches and you just start developing a relationship 
or was it a visit or was it just the, the tradition? I mean, both Brian and I know how special Wisconsin is. Brian was strength and conditioning coach for 13 years. I did an internship down there in the strength and conditioning program. So we get that. But for our listeners out there, what was it one you know, particular thing? Or was it, you know, did you know somebody on the team? You know, what was that gut feeling? Yeah, I mean, I, I remember in my sophomore, junior year, whatever it was, when Wisconsin came to my high school, uh, Coach Tibisar came in and offered me a scholarship. Like, I, I remember that one, and I was like, whoa, just because – and I wasn't a Wisconsin fan by any means. I don't even think I watched any Wisconsin games growing up at all. But the uh, tradition and kind of the respect for Wisconsin was there just because I knew football. I watched football. And um, so the respect and kind of that tradition factor did play a role in because I remember I was like, whoa, I mean, that's – like, that's big. And then I think just going through the whole process, because I mean, then I was able to get recruited by other schools too, like, like Ohio state and like Penn state and Michigan state and things like that. But at the end of the day, I just think that where I felt most comfortable, you know, and you, you go through the whole process, you talk to the coaches, you talk to the players, you go on the visits and everything like that. And in my gut, I mean, would it have been cool to go to an Ohio state and things like that? Maybe, but at the end of the day, I didn't, I didn't, that's not how I felt. That's not how I felt to me. Um, it's not what I thought was best for me. And, um, you know, in my gut, it wasn't, it wasn't right. And, um, but Wisconsin was, and I knew that. And, um, you know, it, it led me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy I did it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Jack. So from a training perspective, so you were, you're a high level high school player, obviously you're high level college player, so where, where are some training differences? So maybe for our, our high school kid listeners out there with the aspirations to play in college, what are some things maybe that if you were a high school kid again, that you would have worked on a little bit more to, to, to get ready for college? And then maybe share, after we talk about that a little bit, I think the next point that I think uh, would be good is you know, going from college after your last game and then prepping for the combine and pro days, you know, how that training is different. So let's go from, like, if you were that high school athlete again, what are some things that you would have focused on a little bit more maybe, or maybe that you really focused on to be ready to be a college athlete? Yeah, I mean, I think in high school, I mean, I think I did have a decent training program and things like that that was set up, but I think just on my own, when I'm lifting on my own or with my friends, I think it was always, you know, we were always the kids that wanted to go on the bench press and go do the <laughs> upper body. Like that, we didn't care about legs because nobody did in high school. And uh, that was always me. And I think that's one area, like, I feel like nowadays, I feel like I like working out lower body more than anything else. And because I know how important it is and know uh, what it's all about. And then I would say, I would say do running. I mean, run as often and as frequent as you can in high school, just because, I mean, that's so important important and um and also I mean it's so important just not only your muscles but then not helping your body break down so then I mean you're, so then you don't get injured I mean recovery I think is one of the things that as I've gotten into college and I've gotten uh and I've played a lot of, of games uh been here been there for four years it's one of the most important things to me and you know staying staying on the field you know people always say and our coaches always say a best the best ability is availability and um you know I truly live that and uh you know I always wanted to be out there and that's what was most important to me and you know I took pride in that as I 
you know, I only missed one practice in my career at Wisconsin. Awesome. You know, I, I took pride in that and uh, I always wanted to be out there. And so I, I think the recovery aspect of it is huge, whether it be stretching. I mean, it doesn't have to be something crazy. It doesn't have to take long, but just making sure your body's feeling good and feeling ready. So then, and then, yeah. And then, so then let's take us through your college, right? Finishing college. And now you're getting ready for the combine. Yeah, I mean, so after college, you know, right after the Vegas Bowl, kind of the next day, I flew out to California at Cal Strength um, with Dave Spitz. And, you know, we had a good group there. It was about like 12 of us, 15 of us. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot of good players, too. And, you know, it was a great time. And, you know, I just think that training is it's then so different. You know, it's not as much, you know, it's almost all day. I mean, you're training all day, getting prepared for a huge interview that you have coming up and at the same time it's not like you it's not like as many lifts as you've done prior you know it's a lot of different things a lot of speed stuff a lot of mobility th stuff um a lot of stuff to make sure that you're able to run and jump as fast and high as you can and things like that so it's a lot different but at the same time I mean I, I, I enjoyed every minute of it and you know it really felt like a professional you know it felt like you were doing your job and at the same time, you know, have having fun doing it. And I think that was really cool. That was really fun. That was a, an interesting part of it. You know, a part that I really enjoyed. I think that, I think the combine's getting more of a bad rap every year. And unfortunately I love the combine. I think it's, it's a great way to see athleticism and things like that. But what's starting to happen, Jack, is now they're starting to have all these high school combines. And so kids are starting to get ready for that, but, you know, wouldn't you agree that your film is the most important thing, right? I mean, you can either play or you can't play. Oh, um, yeah. You know, and for you, you already had film. So, you you know, now you're going to prepping for the combine. But if you had to pick one drill, not a position drill, but uh, of all the, you know, the physical parameter drills that you really, you know, felt like you needed the most work on. You know, you had the bench, you had the 40, you had the vertical, you had the broad jump, you had the L drill. Um, I don't know. They do a five ten fifteen still at the time. They do right. Uh, the, five ten five. The five ten five. Right. The pro agility. Which one do you think that you needed? That for you, you felt like you you really needed the most work on coming out of college. Uh, I, I, say, <laughs> I mean, I'd say the forty, and I think yeah. that was the one thing that I, just because it's the most important one, and it's like it's. I mean, everybody, there's a reason why when you turn on the TV, they only show the 40. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it's, all it, it's all it cares about. And um, so, yeah, I'd say that one, because I, I mean, coming in afterwards, I knew I felt very comfortable in the agility drills and I knew I was going to do well in those. So, I mean, going through training, I, I was obviously focusing on I'm trying to get better, but it wasn't as much pressure like oh I, I need to get better and get better at it and then so I'd say the 40 just because there's so many things that kind of got went into it that you never really think of and you I mean it's almost like a science that they try to make it out to be and you know it's just something that you never really understood and so I would say that as you just kind of change everything that you know about running and as you those eight weeks that you go through and um so yeah I'd say that Jack, what get your edge advice would you give to all of our athletes out there? And then two, I'm going to put you a little bit on a hot spot here is if you um, had some get your edge advice that Paul Chris would give his team that oh. really resonated with you, what would that get your edge advice be? 
Start with yourself first. Uh, for me, I think it's always the same. And I think it's the most important thing when it comes to sports and when it comes to just really everything, anything in general. And that's just be confident and have that belief in yourself because at the end of the day, I mean, it's, you're the one out there. You're the one that's going to compete and you're the one that's going to compete alongside your teammates and, you know, you're, and understand what you're doing it for. Um, you know, have that belief in yourself. And it's in, like I said, understand what you're doing it for and understand in football is the biggest team game there is. And, you know, every time you go out there, you're, you're, you're depending on the guy next to you and he's dependent on you. You're doing it for each other. And um, I always thought to be the best player that you can be though, you got to go out there and just understand who you are and have that full belief and confidence in yourself that you can get it done. Cause if, if you don't have that, then, there's no reason to even go out there on a Saturday for game day and, you know, put your, be out there with your teammates. If you're not, if you're not feeling it and you're not ready to go and you're not confident in yourself, you're just going to hurt everyone. And then um, coach Chris, um, <laughs> you know, he's a man of plenty of words. Uh, but I, I think, I think one thing that I really took away from him and some that he always, he would always talk about was always living in the moment and always being in the moment. And, um, you know, because even as I went through college, you know, there were plenty of times where, you know, I don't think that I really lived in the moment or truly embraced that moment as much as I could have or as much as I should have. And, um, you know, but the times that I did and the times that I truly kind of either looked around or, you know, really kind of felt where I was at and really kind of understood, like, and took the took the entire moment in, um, you know, those were always special to me and you know those are always big and at the same time uh you can always and then you take it, it a different approach to the same kind of saying and you're you know live in the moment don't look too far ahead um and don't look too far and don't look behind you as well because all that matters is what you're doing right now and you know when you're at practice you know don't be focusing on oh when is practice gonna end or when it or focusing on the game or what's going on after practice uh you know, be in the moment, you know, try to get better in the, every minute that you're doing it. And, uh, you know, that's where you're not only going to have the most fun, have the the best time, but you're also going to improve the most. Sounds like what, what Giannis said in that interview. I think Giannis talked about that too, right? His pride, his ego, and about being in the moment. That's, a, that's so important because you lose sight of, you know, how short your athletic career actually really is. And yeah. you know, the, different, the different opportunities that you have as an athlete. Yeah, exactly. Especially at a university like Wisconsin. I mean, I've been fortunate enough to play in a lot of cool games, a lot of awesome games. And sometimes I don't know if I really, you know, I don't know if I really just sat there for a second and was like, oh man, like this is like, this is special. I think a lot of times I was just so focused and on okay, got to go do this that I really don't know if I enjoyed it as much as I could have, but you know, there were times that I did, there were times that I did, uh, did kind of embrace that moment and enjoy it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful for that. That's awesome. Jack. So you talked about a little bit, I, I didn't actually know this, that you only missed one practice through your whole <laughs> career, which is from a football perspective. Uh, I don't want to say amazing, but it's pretty amazing uh, for the fact that, you know, little things that nick up players and, and being a starter, you know, a lot of times guys will take practices off and things like that, but your teammates, you know, we've looked into some of the things your teammates, say about you and the word that seems to keep popping up is consistent and obviously from practicing all the time and and whatnot you know consistency is important it's one of our pillars as you know at sports advantage that we talk about with our kids 
you think consistency is something that's really made you the player you are and helped you be as successful as you can be and getting respect. I mean, getting compliments like that from your teammates, you know, those are the highest compliments you can get, but consistency, do you think that is something that is, is in your toolbox that, that makes you the player you are? Yeah, I think so for sure. And, um, you know, I think it was something that really allowed coaches to kind of trust me, especially early on in my career and kind of helped me as I, as I just continued to grow. And, you know, I think it's just how it turns out, you know, I was very consistent on the field, I believe. And, you know, people, people say that and people acknowledge that, but I think it's just because of what you do kind of behind the scenes is that then that's how you're able to be consistent through, through different things like film work through, like you said, you know, not missing practice, not getting injured. Um, and then just through how you practice and how you learn and how you try to get better uh, each and every day, each and every week and everything like that. I feel like so many things go into it in order to keep you playing at the highest level that you can and keep you in good shape and keep you mentally, uh, mentally sane at times. And cause I mean, it's such a, it's such a long season. And I mean, it's truly a season that it's kind of almost like groundhog day every every week and you know it's the same schedule same thing you go through except it's just a different opponent and um you know I think just enjoying that enjoying the enjoying the journey um kind of still lit a fire under me and you know I always wanted to to be the guy out there and you know I think that all helped to me becoming a consistent player and you know I think that's just somebody that the team can depend on and you know the coaches can depend on and who people trust and you know because I'm not gonna I wasn't gonna do anything out of who I am and uh you know I wasn't gonna not be there though either hey Jack Badger fans all know Graham Mertz is the quarterback you know for the Wisconsin Badgers and those quarterbacks always get a, a lot of publicity and he mentioned that you know he had a, something to say about you and and I was reading an article and it said Jack knows what his team needs he knows what his team wants and he definitely does a great job of holding guys to that standard every day and we know Coach Leonard's holding, you know, the whole defense to a standard. You know, can you give our athletes, because I'm a high school coach, some advice on why that's so important as a player, as a, you know, as a leader to be able to do that and, you know, what they could do to make their team better in those situations? Because a lot of kids are really, you have that big fear of, you know, judging or, or being, being that, you know, that pet as far as, you know, that person on the team that Brown knows that, you know, that person that's always, you know, trying to please the coach and they, they're afraid to really go out and, and say those type of things and be judged, judged by your teammates and judged by, you know, everybody around and they fear that. So, you know, just explain that because obviously you do a great job with that and, you know, then tell the athletes why it's so important again. Yeah. And I think it all starts, I think it starts with kind of the program as a whole. And, you know, we've always said um, since I first got there and, you know, Wisconsin has always been a player driven program. And, um, you know, that's how it, it's how at times it's got to be because, you know, the coaches, they're not going to be the ones out there playing, you know, they're not going to be the ones in the weight room working, um, working out and things like that. It's, it's a player driven program through and through and it's led by, it's led by the players, you know, a lot of times, the coaches aren't up there giving speeches, you know, getting guys riled up and everything like that. Sometimes they will, but not, not all the time, you know, that's up to the players. It's up to us. And I think, I think what really helped me was kind of gaining, 
gaining that confidence and belief in myself, like I said, that's such an important thing. You know, I got that my freshman, sophomore year to where then I was, I was confident enough uh, to be that guy and to be that guy that would say something. And, you know, I was fortunate enough to see great, great players uh, my freshman year and sophomore year, like, like Chris Orr and um, like TJ Edwards and things like that and how they went about it and, you know, how they led and how they, how they would stand up and, you know, what, what they would say. Cause obviously I'm with them all the time, what they would say about the team, you know, what we need, things like that. And, you know, at times I would hundred percent agree. And at other times, you know, I don't know if I would agree that much, you know, but, but that, you know, that was his role on that team. And um, then I think going into my junior year, it kind of, you know, I had, I played a lot of football uh, from sophomore, freshman year. And uh, I had a, a lot of respect within the locker room. And, um, you know, so I think that that, then helped me kind of put it on my shoulders and you know I was very I was always a, a guy that I think knew the team just because you know I loved the team and um, you know I cared about the team and I cared about all the players that made it up and um, you know that's one of the most important things of kind of being a leader or being somebody with a voice is that you got to truly care about the cause and truly care about the team and the people and individuals that you're leading and, you know, I think that just led into it because then, I mean, I'm able to see, talk to guys, gauge what, what everyone thinks and then truly kind of understand what, you know, what this team needs, what this team, uh, what it wants and really what it needs uh, in order for us to take the next step. And, you know, and then it comes down to that, just, just that confidence, you know, the confidence and belief to say something if the standard isn't being upheld and because that's what it's about it's about the standard it's about improving and getting better and you know everyone everyone in the program is chasing a goal and uh um and it's up to the players to kind of get there um not going to be given to you and not nobody else is gonna is gonna give it to you it's got to be to the players jack i thought that was a, a great answer you know i think so many times one, if a high school athlete is going to hold people to a standard, they got to make sure they're doing the standard and that they care about everybody on the team too. And it can't just be about them. And I think sometimes when some of those kids are more vocal and they try to step up in that leadership role, they're, they're not doing what they should be doing, but yet they're telling other people to do that. So I think you got to be a worker and and, and that's foremost. And you really got to love and care about your teammates. And that's something that you guys obviously showed all season long you could just see that that brotherhood and that togetherness of everybody competing for each other and it was really an awesome time watching you guys this last fall compete because you guys were definitely competing for each other and that was it was really fun to see yeah it can't be fake because I mean some people are high schoolers college players everyone's too smart to see if somebody yep. is standing there in front of people and you know you're just because then that's one easy way to just lose respect right off the bat <laughs> yes so jack you know this this is gonna this is gonna air the day after so the, the draft you know goes thursday friday saturday so it's gonna air on sunday so i'm not gonna ask you a, a team or anything like that that you know you hope or you're dreaming of or anything like that but what i want you to do right now is put yourself in the scenario where the phone rings and you're going to look down on it. You're going to know that it's a team calling you. What's going through your head? I mean, I think a lot. I think a lot of excitement, a lot of emotion. And, um, you know, I'll be with my family and be with some friends. And, you know, I think everyone will be happy. But then, you know, but the, and I think just most of all excitement. And then, uh, you know, then the next day it's off to work. And, uh, you know, it's about working because, you know, I, I feel like I have a 
a good mindset and, you know, I understand it enough that, you know, getting drafted is one thing, but, um, you know, it's, it's about what comes after and, you know, it's about, uh, competing and playing football at the highest level. And, you know, um, that's what you're getting drafted to do. So a lot of work to come after. So now I'm going to hold on, you know, now I'm going to be the asshole. Okay. <laughs> now that team, that team calls and says, Hey, if you're still around in the next round, we're going to take you and you hang up the phone. Now, what are you thinking? <laughs> idea i guess we'll see (laughs) yeah i hope yeah those those stories of guys getting calls and stuff like that just yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a great couple days for you go ahead dino but i think it goes back to what jack said before it's you're gonna have an opportunity so no matter where you end up you are gonna have that opportunity and you mentioned that before having that opportunity like you said then it's gonna be time to work and take Uh advantage of that opportunity And, and obviously in your whole life so far you've had opportunities you know and your mom made sacrifices and and uh you're definitely going to take advantage of that opportunity we wish you the best of luck jack and we appreciate you being on this podcast thank you i appreciate it and thanks for having me well i could say this too and whoever gets him is gonna like he said it's gonna be one hell of a worker he's gonna work uh the first day i met him when he came in uh he, he got right to work he didn't question you know and again when you go to a different facility and you're used to certain things and, and they may be different, obviously we do things different than other people do do a lot of reverse hypers. That's always still something for Jack to really look forward to when he comes in, but he never once, never once questioned, you know, and, or, or doubted, you know, he asked questions, Hey, why, why are you doing this? And I, I feel like we give good, you know, reasons why. And he always came and worked. And so I think for any NFL team that ends up grabbing him, you're getting a guy that is is a smart football player. He's learned from really good players that were in front of him. You can see that. He's a leader, and he's definitely going to represent himself, his family, uh, Lake Zurich, uh, Wisconsin, and everybody else that's been associated with him at a very high level. So, you know, really, really looking forward to seeing, you know, who that team is that as we're talking right now that, that you're getting ready to go visit um, and whatnot, Jack. So, Dino? Got anything for the Fox Valley throws? What do we got going on? We'll be starting June sessions, the summer sessions start in June, and we're look, looking forward to helping everybody uh, get better. Boy, we got a we got a lot of people from those Fox Valley throws in that 50, 50 foot range that I'm seeing. I'm just kind of watching a little bit. You know, we got some we got we got some guys that may be throwing guys and girls that might be throwing in lacrosse in a couple months here. You never know, you know, and hopefully we'll see. Right? Absolutely. Well. Very excited uh, to see how the draft played out. Um, you know, obviously this is going to play after the draft. So, you know, got a lot of good, good people that Dean and I have both been associated with that are, that are part of this. And so really looking forward to it. And again, reminder that it's just the beginning, right? After you get your name called and things like that. So Jack, we appreciate you have, coming on. Wish you the best of luck and we will see everybody next time. Chop it. <laughs>